Hello, beautiful people of uh, Living with the Spirit Raw Talks podcast listeners. And today we have a brilliant episode coming up for you about personal power. We will discuss what we believe is personal power and how we use it. And uh, yeah, we will see where it takes us. But before I say hello to my uh, identical twin comrades, <laughs> they look exactly the all of us are wearing white today if you're not if you're listening to the audio we look identical but i just want to give a little bit of a heads up that january 7 we are launching our retreats for the new years and we're starting off with a bang with a men's retreat we have three spots out of four that is booked already so we have one spot left if this is yours grab it as soon as you can they will run out so in 30 seconds guys what is the men's retreat about full masculine embodiment polarities and really going to get in a group as men and cultivate it that's something we don't do in a healthy ways uh, many times today in society we do it in a way that we are conditioned to do so we want to go through what does it mean to be a man? How can we cultivate that essence physically, mentally, emotionally, and also spiritually during a three-week retreat here at Living Spirits? Wow, that was great. Good job. All right, moving into personal power, which is something that we definitely will touch upon in the men's retreat because, I mean, it's 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 equally as important for women, but it's uh, it's really one of the foundations of the, the cultivate the yang energy of the personal power. But Simba, how would you describe personal power? It's a very interesting topic because just like we said prior to coming on live, it, it can go in many different ways when you, when you talk about this. And it has changed for me. The way I look at it today was not the way that I came into it. So I will share where I came from it, like how I used to look at it and how I'm looking at it and are practicing cultivating it today, because I think that could be an interesting reference for listeners to hear um, where you can come from and how it can change. So I looked at it as my ability to be a go-getter before. Yeah, I have motivation, I have energy, I have drive, I can manifest, I can push through and I can get all of these things that I want, you know, health, money, fame, or whatever it is, you know, that I was looking for at that time. Uh, and it's been a lot of different goals throughout my life, right? Within sports, within career, within academics, and, and so on. And it was a lot about finding power, finding ways to get power, like this technique, this method, this way of doing something was about getting power. So I have more than others, I can get to a certain point, right? So it was quite competitive. And yeah, quite self-inflated, I would say actually too, because it was really <laughs> it was really about bringing me forward to have more than others. And it wasn't always coming from that point of view. It wasn't always coming from a narcissistic point of view. I always shared things with people, but at the core, that was still what was going on, right? It was feeling a lack within me that drove me to want to have more than others so I can feel safe. Mm. And, you know, that is the op absolute opposite of how I look at it today. When I look at things like abundance, there is enough for everyone. It's an overflow. 
So today it's probably going to be the opposite when I look at personal power. It's more about being devoted to a practice, both for me, but also for the collective good. And to practice it over a period of time, whether it's uh, a philosophy you follow or a martial art or an energy practice or lifestyle philosophy, that you're cultivating your power within that practice so you can manifest your life. You can really build your own life up. And it's not really that strange when you look at it. Just imagine some point in your life you wanted to maybe party right and then maybe you started studying and then maybe you went to sports and then maybe you wanted to travel and then you wanted a family a career so you will have different trajectories and your personal power is your ability your juice your fuel that can help you go towards that dire uh, direction right not necessarily to get to a goal but that's the fuel that brings us forward towards our intention, towards our purpose. And why we call it personal power is because no one else can really do it for you, right? People can show you, they can guide you, but it's really your journey, your, you can call it spiritual life juice or whatever you want to call it. It's really building up your life force to drive you towards wherever you're going to continue to go there and have stamina, vitality, motivation, creativity, and sometimes that means doing nothing. <laughs> sometimes that means just sitting down, meditating, letting things come to you. Sometimes means that you are working towards going somewhere. Isn't it the, the ability to, to know when to do what? Like to have that that uh, knowing of when to rest and when to push. And like, it's like a deep, deep, deep understanding of the self. And it feels like it's when you describe like your how you used to do it uh it felt like you were looking for something like external to give you power but it feels like the personal power is like an internal power and i think some people might call it like spiritual power sometimes that it's like this that it, it, it for me personal power has a very like a very practical sense and then there's a mystical sense to it it's this it's this energy that you cultivate that um, does not make you burned out. It's like when you, it's almost like when I started to connect to my uh, purpose that I got this extra energy from, from somewhere. It's like I, I, I had, I'm, I mean, I've always had a high capacity, but previously I used to get burned out. I, I used energy that I didn't have any abundance of. And now it feels like I'm fueling from somewhere else. And that feels like it's the personal power or the spiritual power or like the it's like a universal power almost. It's like it's like I I expand my capacity to hold more personal power, if that makes any sense. I think also that's what we're talking about in the shamanic training a lot. They talk about spiritual power and the like being able to hold more. Like stretching oneself, like working out. Yeah. I mean, and it's similar in, I think it's similar in all disciplines. It just looks different. People use different language. That's why people say, oh, I, that, sounds, that sounds strange and woo-woo. But essentially, we're talking about the same thing. It's just very different vantage points, right? Like you said, there's a discernment knowing when to work, when to rest. 
and it's about finding a different way to cultivate, to harness, to to have that energy that pulls you forward, right? So you could look at it as what you were doing before was more adrenaline and survival based. It's like I'm sitting in a boat and I'm rowing like crazy because I have to get somewhere because yeah, otherwise I'm gonna starve and starve. There's no water. I'm out in the ocean, yep. right? And the personal power would be more, you know, race, uh, hoist a sail, use the wind. Sometimes I row, sometimes I use the wind, sometimes I sit still and wait for the next point, right? Yeah. It's knowing when to do what and also your capacity, right? Your, um, one of our teachers call this the bandwidth too, like the space, like how spaciousness you are to, to hold space for yourself, but for others, for your vision. Like many clients that I coached that wants to be self-employed and have their own business. I said, okay, your nervous system and, and your whole being, your personal power must be ready to carry something like this. Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, I want this and that. And then you get it and you're like, oh my God, you, you need to be prepared for something like that to come. Otherwise it won't come to you because it will crumble you, right? And that that won't be beneficial usually it will be a lesson maybe an experience but it won't be as beneficial so i think that's where it comes from when someone says you gotta earn something before you get it right but you have to be energetically prepared to receive it right mentally emotionally physically your nervous system must be prepared to take in that capacity i mean i was doing the theory provider training program with four people i have 16 and i was like oh my god that's not possible it's like yes it is but it was just a belief system. Like, I think this is how much energy levels I have. And sometimes you need to test that to see really where you're at. And sometimes you don't need to test it. <laughs> sometimes you need to start at a lower level and kind of build yourself up. So yeah, definitely beingness and, and the capacity, like you said, the more that capacity expands, more space you can naturally hold. And I think a lot of the ways to get personal power is not always necessarily what you do is what you don't do, right? What you avoid doing that's costing you energy and also all the old luggage, baggage, you know, shadows that we're carrying around like trauma and so on because they cost vast amount of energy and they don't allow us to go forward. They're actually eating of our personal power. Mm. Mark? You had a beautiful like summary, like how you viewed it. Um, yeah, I mean, I was kind of thinking about how we always think about things living with the spirit from the body, mind, spirit perspective. And I was just thinking about what personal power means to me. And from a, a bodily perspective, the physical perspective, I was thinking like stamina, longevity, and momentum are ways that you experience personal power through your body. Um, from the mental aspect, it would be your ability to align your actions to your words so that whatever you say is what you do and that you can be dependent uh, to do that. Uh, and then spiritually, um, like you said, Sarah, it's not an external thing, but an internal thing. So there's this internal power and this internal presence that you have, which puts you in the state of I can. So yes. no matter what, what comes up, you rise to the occasion because you have that mental construct and that belief and that power behind it that says, I can, so I, I can take on 16 students. I can do this job and 
manage all these other things and get plenty of sleep and do my own routines and work out and all of that. And there's plenty more where that came from. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, I like that. And I feel like there is definitely like a spiritual, emotional and, and a physical aspect to it because they're all connected. And I, I noticed it uh, from the comments that we got when we, we were at the fair the other week. So for a small recap, we went to a fair, like a two-day fair. So it's from early morning to late evening, two days in a row. And I mean, <clears throat> everyone, most people know that when you when you when you attend those kind of things, especially if you are. So we had a, a, a st- like a booth, but like a table, like a vendor space, and we ho- were hosting workshops and also one-on-one sessions so uh, and it's a lot of people and there's lots of stuff going on and usually you you tend to get pretty drained from these things and we were getting so many comments like at the end of the day like wow how can you maintain this level of energy and um like frequency and positivity and just like Yes, what do we need to do? Okay, we carry everything in there. It started to rain. It's like we have that capacity at this point. And, and that's 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 like a practical example of what I feel is like personal power that is a combination of the physical, emotional, and the spiritual power because you don't get drained. I mean, you can get a little bit drained, but it's like it took one day and then we were all like back on. I mean, it was fine. You know, it's like, for me, that's a, that's a practical, it's not about being able to run a marathon. It's not that. It's like the stamina of doing things, holding space, having the capacity to do a lot of stuff and to hold. And I love that um, there's a lady that I look to when it comes to like money and abundance and feminine and, and like alignment like because i i feel like most things are rooted in alignment and um like l- lack of stagnation like flow like the 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 chi like a, a flow and she says exactly like simba says we are bridges and bridges get tested it's like before you can start to hold more you will get tested to see if you can do that so it it's it's so much connected to this ability to hold more like capacity and that's where it's so directly connected to the nervous system and 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 the ability and as you said like the amount of trauma or unprocessed stuff that we have that is like weighing us down like as you said like draining the energy so as you free up this space the, the personal power will automatically grow if you work on all levels at the same time Yeah, definitely. And I mean, personal power is, I used to work as a personal trainer, <laughs> funny with the word, but, <laughs> and I never had this rush, you know, when I was a personal trainer, I never like people like, oh, January must be so full for you or, and I never had it. I had clients coming in all year around because I was working in a different way. But, you know, every now and then someone would come in in January and kind of start working out like, uh, oh, I want to do this new New Year's resolution and, and so on, so on. 
And I would say anywhere from two to six weeks was roughly like six weeks was very long. But anywhere from like two to six weeks, people buy year-long membership and then there's no personal power for it. There's no stamina. And I don't think that that is because people are lazy or don't have energy or not motivated, not disciplined. It's just you can't go from this level to this level, right? If you don't know where you're coming from, right? You can't just jump 10 steps ahead. You need to know where you're coming from. If you don't feel that you're motivated and disciplined, uh, it's most likely not a lack of character. It's most likely a defensive mechanism. Something is feeling unsafe to the point where you're disconnecting from the experiences of your body, of sensations and so on, right? And that's the trauma work and a lot of the nervous system work. It doesn't mean that you had this big trauma to happen to you. It can just be that you never learn how to regulate stress. So let's just add, let's say you're doing good where you're at today. And I just add 10 employees that kind of email you and message you thing all the time. It's going to come to a point where you're going to freak out, right? I don't know what to do. Stop bothering me. Leave me alone, right? Because that capacity is not there. If you start with one and then two, and then you gradually build that capacity up to hold more and more and more because you get habitualized, you get some routines in. After a while, it doesn't cost as much uh, energy to do something. You know how to do something very efficient. You get a better technique, a better way of looking at it but you also get less emotionally invested in each and everything that you do. You know when to let go, you know when to hold on. So I think experience is a big part when it comes to cultivating personal power because a lot of people go head in, but there's no stamina in it, right? So it's really building it over a period of time. And that's when, that's when you start to notice these shifts, right? It's like a house, right? If you have a really crappy foundation that's not stable, that's not secured or fortified, and you build more and more levels on top of it, it's just a matter of time before it's going to crumble down. You need to build a solid foundation. And that's, you know, my upbringing, like coming from martial arts family, start with the basics, you know, paint the fences, you do this, you wake up, you do certain things, you build a certain structure, and then after a while, you can build into the next step, into the next step. But once you get to the higher levels, it's you, right? You don't think about it. People are like, oh, my God, how can you do all of these things? You don't think about it like you're doing a lot of things because you've done it gradually. So it's just a natural part of who you are and what you do. Yeah. So organic growth. Yes. Yeah. There's a, uh, a quote from a movie that you guys probably know, and it says, with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Exactly, right? Oh, and so, I heard someone say something else about that. That that was like an old saying. What was yeah, it, it, it is. I think it is an older saying. It probably goes back to martial arts or you know some something more ancient or some system. Yeah, but I heard but, like a, a new take on it. Okay, I'm going to... Hmm. You keep on and I'm going to see if I can... <laughs> But I think it, it it really plays into what Simba was saying about um, the power is something that grows over time and you have to be ready for it. You have to allow it inside of your body physically. Um, and so when, when the power does increase, you're going to be tested on whether or not you have the capacity to use that power. So if 
if you were all of a sudden to be gifted with the power of flight, you know, like you can just fly, um, you know, would you take off and then fly to Africa and then like, you, then you're out of energy probably. Right. Um, so like you, you have to be mindful of the power that you do have and, and use it within the realm and the capacity of which you have and not go outside of that. Um, and then earlier, Sarah, you said something about like external power and internal power. And I think that, um, you know, from a very young age in our society, we're taught to um, chase external power. Uh, and that external power usually comes through validation in some form. It's like, I, I have this job, I have this house, I have this PhD, I have this car, you know, all of these um, external things. And, and, and we forget to develop the internal personal power. Um, but really, if you can combine those things, if you can, if you can have all of those things and the personal power too, then you're, you know, you're really bridging both worlds and you can, you can, you can have your cake and eat it too. If you, if you do the work, you know, yeah. to, to, to cultivate that personal power to match any ex external powers that you may be, uh, having or influencing. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, there's, there's a history of a lot of people wanting, I mean, there's, there's all of this, um, you know, Star Wars, you know, it's the good side and the dark side, you know, and, and, and the, with the personal power, you can use it to, you know, a lot of different things. And, and through history, there's been a lot of people searching for this personal power, building up oneself, but then not using it, like using it to control external forces you know like control controlling others you know because when you build up your personal power you also it comes with spiritual abilities so you can use that for good or you can use it for bad or you can use it for yourself so it's like the the difference for me with with personal power so you can kind of go two ways you can use it to manipulate and to 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 gain things by learning how to navigate the system and how to manipulate people and to do many different things but that's like the external power so it's like i i use my power to control my external surroundings but the personal power that we practice is to build yourself up with all of those abilities but you use it to for your, it's like power over yourself. It's like self mastery and what we call like impeccability and things like that. Like knowing what to do in the moment, um, being able to practice what we preach, so to speak, like uh, taking the pauses. We talked about reactivity a lot. Like there's a spiritual practice to not, to be able to hold that reactivity and to not act on it, but to transform it or transmute it within yourself. And you don't have to yell at anyone. You don't have to put your foot down. You don't have to, you know, control things or situations or all of that. So for me, personal power is the ability to have personal power over myself, like how I want to use it, how I like to 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 direct all my energy into my true purpose or my my path or my destiny or you know using it in that sense and because it's an energy capacity that we will also use later on in life sort of so but a lot of people are using it to to gain something externally 
like right here in this moment and it's like used in a in a, in a more um non-harmonious way if you say like that yeah i mean if you look at that word responsibility your ability to respond to something either something that happens within you or without you and do you collectively use it for something good for others or just for yourself i'm not saying it's a bad thing that you use things for your own good right because if you are not if you don't have energy yeah going to be very hard to give someone else i'm not saying you should be a people pleaser and not fill yourself up before you give to others it's not my point at all but if you're unable to give to others or if you come in from that fear point of view of scarcity or lack that i don't want to share what i have then there might be something to explore there because there's a fear pattern or a belief system that there's not enough for all of us or this is the way i have to do it or so on and also that factor of wanting control over others right that usually comes from some lack of control of oneself or some lack of recognition or respect or self-love of who you are right so you need to get it through working through others and you know that's just a face it's just a face and you know, when it comes to energy, like when, when you're young, right? Like I just remember, like, I'm not saying I'm old, but when I was younger. <laughs> but you are saying something. that you're young. <laughs> I'm less <laughs> young now than I used to be. Let's put it like that. <laughs> anyway, sprained an ankle and it was like, ah, oh, half a day. I was good. Back to it. And now I'm like, oh, I feel it like one, two days, you know? Okay. So is you just become aware of that, that you don't have that natural wind of life, just overflow, that immortality that you think you have when you're young. You learn how to cultivate it and work with it in a different way as you age as well. And that's why some athletes can be better than younger talents that have more stamina, more energy and everything, because they just know how to use it, have more experience but they also cultivated that energy over years and know exactly when to use it at the right time. So even though you might not have more stamina, vitality than someone else <clears throat> because they're younger than you and more fit, you have a different reservoir of energy that you can use, not necessarily to give you an advantage, but it just gives you another predisposition and that keeps you going. And then you can maintain your practices as you age as well without having to try to do it the way you did it when you were younger you can grow stronger with yeah. age and not weaker when you do practices yeah. like internal arts and tai chi Pai, and all this kind of work that we do because you really build yourself up you build the fascia up the energy system and yeah you really align the body on a cellular level right and you keep on doing that year after year after year you going to grow it's like a bubble right it's just it's going to be more and more expansive and filled with energy i mean it's so clear what you're saying like the uh, analogy of uh, when when we used to train martial arts in the same club in sweden mma and you know uh, jiu-jitsu and uh, i don't even know what their names were anymore but uh, submission wrestling for instance you know when you do the no gi so all the new guys they were exhausted after after sparring or training, and then the older guys, like the more the, the, with with a bit more routine, they just they knew they were just waiting, and then they went in 
like that and just demolished you. <laughs> you know, they were just waiting for an opening. And until that opening came, they didn't waste any energy. It's like they were just waiting, fumbling around, you know, just following along. And then all of a sudden there's an opening and then boom. So it's like it's, it's this youth energy that you talk about, like, like tensing every <laughs> muscle at all times, you know, and just after two minutes, you're exhausted. So it's like it is really there's so much knowledge and wisdom in when to use what seriously to know when to get excited, know when to get stressed, you know like yeah this is nothing there's no there's no there's no there's no room for panic right now there's no point it's just nonsense and then like okay now we need to you know level up yeah 100 percent. any thoughts mark yeah i like that analogy about the uh the, the older guys or the you know, not just guys but anyone who is doing a practice for a long time and really has the the, the cultivation of the energetic aspect of it, because they realize that after doing a practice for a long period of time, you are able to manage your energy better over a long periods of time. Um, so when someone is new to something, you know, <laughs> they're likely to spend all of their energy quickly on it because they don't understand the, the depth and complexity of it and the, the, the holding space aspect or the, uh, you know, the, the need to maintain a reserve. So you don't just come come in the first minute and and use all of your energy. There's save save a little bit for later. <laughs> you might might come in handy. Yeah. And and also like this is it started a couple of years ago in sports. I don't know, a couple of years ago might have been 10 years by now, since I haven't been really into sports for a while, but people especially in martial arts i remember many schools and clubs that i saw that were just like wow they were smashing it going hard and like really pushing through and i remember for myself i didn't resonate with that and then we came to the mma gym where i trained and our main teacher the head teacher very intelligent guy was was always talking about the volume like the volume concept and i was like what do you mean volume concept he said well the longer you do something, the less damage you acquire, the more repetitions you get into your nervous system, the better you gradually will be. It might not be these peaks, but you're gradually just moving, 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 moving forward. And since you don't have a lot of injuries and stuff like that, if you train intelligently, I mean, you never know when you compete, but intelligent training, then you just build successful habits of growing that energy or that skill or whatever that is. And that's similar with personal power. Like he used to go at us, like after workout, you're like really sweaty and things. And guys were sitting there with sweaty t-shirts. He's like, take all your wet clothes off, put on dry clothes. Let's talk. Like just small, yeah. small things like that. I remember that we were just doing all the times. And I started this professional group and it's like, five six days a week and i was like holy shit but just the thing just the way we did it the way we came together as a group the people that have been there longer lifted other people up sometimes literally and then just <laughs> gradually everyone just grows grows yeah. grows and move forward right and it's really a culture that you're setting with it so i think that's also part of the personal power that you have that spaciousness in you so you can invite other into it and you can make a culture out of it and then everyone raises each other, right? 
So it's something that you can teach other by being it, right? Like it, that you are embodiment for it. And then you help others to go to that point. And it really starts with small habits here and there. Like I usually look at it like when it comes to energy or discipline or anything that people want to do, they say, where do you start? You start like you start at a reverse, right? Like, okay, how do we get more energy? What do you do before you go to bed, right? Can you have a little bit of downtime? Can you avoid the screens? Can you avoid eating food? Okay, how do you prepare so you can sleep good? What you do is you wake up, so you start your day good. And then just start with small routines like this to build a habit within you. And after a while, your habits are just like generators. It just generates energy and vitality and motivation, creativity into your life, right? But it's habitualized. So now you're not thinking about it. And someone comes and asks you like, oh my God, how do you have so much energy? How can you do all of these things? especially the Eastern athletes. I remember I did some training in, in strength training, like powerlifting. And there was this Russian world champion that came to Sweden once and, and did a workshop. And I went there and people asked him questions and it was hilarious, right? He, they asked him like, what kind of food you eat? What do you mean? I eat food. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, but what kind of food? Well, this, this food for competition, like he, he thought we were idiots when we asked him questions because he didn't understand how much knowledge he had because he was just doing it in a culture year after year after year. So it's like, it was just stupid questions. But when you start to ask him detailed questions and he understood this is not what everyone does, wow, you start to realize how much knowledge there was that was just, you was nothing with it. I'm not more than you. This is what we do and this is what we get. And there was there's really no no ego in it. There was nothing. It was just a habit of success. Mm. So you can build it in so many different ways, but it yeah. really comes down to your daily practices, right? And not starting too hard with it. You start like, oh, I'm going to work out four times a week. I'm going to do this and that. One, two week, you're going to crumble. Start small and gradually build it up. And you're going to build that power. You're going to build that capacity. And if something comes in and stops you, well, that's when we do the work that we do, right? That's when you can come to us and we can help you if there's a blockage that's holding you back from moving forward because that block just comes up to teach you, okay, this is what you need to let go of so you can go to the next level. And we usually think I'm doing something wrong, I'm this, I'm that, and then we stop. No, it's just an opportunity to grow, right? When yeah. you start to feel bad when you do something, it's an opportunity to grow, either to rest or to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I mean, there's so many ways that you can work with the personal power. And when we, I mean, it, it really, it's what we do with people. It's like we assess them and we, we get to know them very quickly. And it's so easy for us to see what they can change in their life so that they can cultivate more vitality, more power, more balance, more grounding so it's like all of it everything that we do is building you up for personal power and it's about the, like how you execute your days basically it's like all of the things that you I mean there's just so many aspects that you can work on that's why it's so easy for us to create an individual program because we can see like oh if you would do this and this and this that would benefit you 
massively, but we can intuitively feel that they are not ready for that. It's it's too big of a step. The nervous system is not ready. There's trauma in around it. There's stress around it, belief system, blockages, whatever. But there's so it's so easy to us to see, okay, we can do that, 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 that. So it could be 12 different things that work on different levels of the body, the system, the the physical, emotional, spiritual. So it's so easy for us to, to kind of turn up the volume on different aspects without the person feeling overwhelmed so it can last for a long time because you know january is around the corner and everyone knows exactly what it's like i mean it's it's a it's a it's almost a joke you know like people run out you know on the field so motivated and then like february they kind of you know so it's like building something that lasts over time instead of this spike and crash kind of kind of thing. So any anything that anyone wants to add before we um, close the shop for today? I kind of like to add the piece of when you look at that January spike, when people, I mean, I said personal training, it can be anything, a new endeavor, new habit. Like there, there's a lot of New Year's resolutions and it's been for many years. Big part of it is actually depending on how you work and how your life look like is that you get time off whatever you're doing. You get a perspective shift, you get time off what you're doing and you meet other people that usually triggers you. That's called family. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully not too much. And you start to benchmark who did this, who did that, who did that, right? Either you do it subconsciously or they do it or there is a habit, right? And you start to look towards something, what's good, what's not good and all of that. So a big piece of it is just don't work all the way up to there. Take a few pauses sometimes here and there, a week and a day or two, a couple of times throughout your day. And then you don't have to accumulate this big lifelong or year-long anxiety to December to do something in January and you burst out of energy, right? Take a few pauses every day and really look what you want to do, what will make you feel happy, what will move you forward, right? Like these micro pauses and micro gestures and you slowly, gradually get there. And I have clients that I work with for two, three years sometimes and they're like, oh, nothing is happening. And I was like, okay, let's go back to what you wrote when we started. Oh, that's not a goal. Well, you wrote this, right? Yeah, but this is, yeah, yeah, that cannot be a goal. It's so obvious because they already cleared it, right? But conceptually, you don't understand it because you look at yourself every day so you can't see progress. That's why it's nice to work with someone sometimes because you get like a reality check, but also to journal a little bit for yourself because you get that reference, right? You go from the micro to the macro. You can actually see what you have done. So kind of long-winded, but pauses, right? Take pauses throughout your day and pauses throughout your year and then you will kind of gradually not build up that big, big anxiety that pushes you into a burnout at the beginning of the year. Maybe take a pause. Yeah, take Along a pause. With it. <laughs> Maybe take a pause. No, I'm just joking. <clears throat> um, yeah, I mean, this personal power discussion is... There's so many aspects and this is just a very small piece of it that we have discovered or discussed today. 
And uh, we will also show up next week with more in-depth discussions about personal powers. If you have any questions on the topic, you can, until next week, you can um, let us know. Just hand them over and we will happily answer them. And if you want to do like a couple of changes in your life and uh, you feel like you really need this personal power in your life. And I think we touched upon it, but with this expansion of personal power, it just affects every single part of your life. It's like you become better at everything. Basically. It's almost like the TRE, you know, when you do the, when you ground your nervous system, you get better at everything. It's one of these things like, one one size fits all and uh it works for everyone and everyone gets better it's like a it's it's, it's a proven proven solution it's a, it's a amazing with personal power and uh, our retreats they are a deep dive to re like really remove like energetical emotional and physical blockages that keeps you from from maintaining and, and cultivating this personal power and the um, uh, holistic lifestyle redesign mentorship programs they are six uh, six months commitment, but you do it from your home. So that's when we implement the strategies and the methods in your life, in your uh, practical, like in your everyday life. So then to build something sustainable. So it's not the the January gym gym situation. It's uh, it's something that you can actually um, do for a longer period of time. And uh, we have a campaign, New Year's campaign on both offers. So if you sign up before the end of January, you get like a, I think it's a $2,500 discount. It goes for both offers. So if you're interested in that, just let us know. Tune into livingwiththespirit.com to read more and send us all your questions. We're happy to answer. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have yeah. a great day and uh, lots of love and see you soon. See you soon. Ciao. Ciao.